I do remember when TV Guide Channel was a big deal and came around. I feel like after like our cable growing up, wasn't it like 30 channels? Basically Auburn that was, television kind of deal. That that, like 31, that was the original channels. Yeah, it was originally th- which is insane to think of now. It's insane to think of how even our generation grew up on limited Oop. television. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, it was a big deal because, I mean, uh, it was a big deal in our house when it, all of a sudden it was like, guess what? We're, it was like a big announcement. I remember being upstairs and my mom was like, we're going to get cable. I was like, are we going to get ESPN2 and the Sci-Fi Channel? <laughs> like all these channels. Like, I don't even know. It was all, I mean, ESPN2 I wanted for hockey and then Sci-Fi, I don't know. I don't need, I liked X-Files, so maybe that, that was part of it. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, man, dude, like. Because I remember, yeah, it was like Nickelodeon was like 29, MTV was 30, and VH1 was 31. And I think that's where it stopped. Yeah, like, MTVs, th- yeah, VH1. Yeah. They were the yeah. top of cable, and then it reset back down to Auburn Channel 2, which was just a weird time, weather, school closings, and like ads. Remember that weird channel? Yeah, it was like blue the, and it, red. Yeah, and it had like the weather on it. Like just stating the weather from TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was amazing. Yeah. There were, there were ads on there. And then, yeah, finally the TV guide channel came out and it was like, what generation are we in? We are in the future. We can see, but you couldn't like pick your channel. It would just go through. It was like somebody was slowly turning the page of the TV guide and you had to wait to get to the channel. Which which didn't make any sense because we had TV guide where you dictated what information you got and at what pace and at what time. But like we still would go to the TV guide channel and be like, I'm going to see what's on and then just yeah. stare and be like, I'm going to know what's on every channel for the next hour and a half, two hours. Is there, do you feel like there's a missed nostalgia of flipping through channels to um, see what could have been on or do you miss it? I guess I should say. Uh, yeah, because you want to what? I don't know. Like, so this is obviously before real diving into like reality TV being a thing. So like, and like competition shows. And when you think about it, everything is like weird. Not not necessarily all reality TV and competition. Well, I guess it depends on what reality TV means. But like, it just used to be syndicate like programming like a show is written and then you watch that show on like the only documentary you were going to see was maybe on like in the original 30 i don't i don't even know what would have shown documentaries maybe like like pbs like pbs yeah exactly pbs might have or um the only other documentaries you would get is like nature documentaries yeah yeah. um Mm -hmm. so like they were always 20 years behind Absolutely. Yeah. There was no planet Earth when we were growing up. Right. It was just like, it's like, yeah. And it's like, and, and the prediction is, is that scientists will in fact reach the moon in the next 10 years. And you're like, yeah. All right. I guess. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. I'll keep watching. See if it one out up. of three children is born with a tail. Killer bees will destroy us all. Right. <laughs> a lot of that. You will die in quicksand. Yeah. It's a given. That's already been determined. But yeah, I mean, I, I miss it. I miss it because it was a, it was Russian roulette. You're like, I'm going to watch something right now because I'm in a TV mood. But if something I'm used to isn't on, guess I'm watching something new. Like you submitted to the TV gods and, and that's and that was OK. I embraced it. Well, now the new channel flipping is just scrolling through Instagram or whatever. TikTok, the same thing. People just scroll that's through feeds, scroll through YouTube, all that stuff. Um, yep. I do want to let you know. I am wearing the official yes. gift. The official gift of the podcast. It's it's wow. the perfect shirt because um it's the it's the go with the flow t shirt, which way? Some with the kayak. And I love it because it's definitely screen printed off center. <laughs> and through one wash, some of the colors already wearing off. That is phenomenal. <laughs> so, the fact that it it is so off. Yeah. Wow, that is very off-center, and that's fantastic. It's a perfect internet shirt, so I want to say thank you. 
tell by me wearing this yellow hat and uh, the yellow on my shirt that I'm desperately trying to hide that I got a gnarly sunburn yesterday. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really trying. I turned my light from orange to white. <laughs> it's really bad. It was raining all day yesterday. Went out on the boat, uh, which has been fun. New development, figuring out the boat, being kind of the, uh, just the, uh, the, the town bumpkins with their first boat, bringing it to the, the marina and the docks, seeing everybody get their bass boats in real quick. And we come in with like, hold the rope, you know, don't fall in like that kind of like just uh, just barely, barely holding on. Uh, that's been fun. But you should literally cast all like, day rainy. You should bring like a stereo and just put like the Benny Hill theme on repeat while you guys <laughs> yeah. are trying to get the boat off just for everyone around you to even appreciate the awkwardness more. And it kind of has the thing with uh, the golf that where you have the showcase, you have your moment where, you know, it's every time we're trying to get out there to put the boat in. Of course, there's somebody trying to get on off the water or also on the water. So it's like, oh, you go ahead. They tell us. and We're like, OK, yeah, we got it. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> do you ever really do the wave? Start. Do you ever wave people on? You're like, no, no, you go first. You go first. Yeah. No, it'll take us longer to get off. No, you have no idea. <laughs> I really don't want you to see this. We're the baby deer of the boating world. Yep. It's like when somebody, you know, the it's like the cart girl rolling up to you and she just got to stop when you're teeing off. Then you're like, oh, I don't want anything. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'll wait. <laughs> you know, please don't. <laughs> I want you to see this. <laughs> see me. Right. See and it, it doesn't matter. But like in your brain, you're like, oh, God, but what happens? Like nothing's going to happen. But you're just like, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. And you got to do the. Uh, the, the super undersell, like, yeah, having a rough day out here. Yeah, don't judge me too hard. <laughs> One of those, she's like, I don't give a fuck. I just, I need you to buy food and I need you to buy old hot dogs and Bud Lights yeah. and tip me way too much for it. <laughs> That's what I need. That's why I'm waiting. Yeah. You're not funny. I don't want to be around you and your friends. <laughs> you're, you're every single foursome exactly like you. That'd be great if uh, one of the car girls said that. It'd be like, all right. Here's $20. I, I'm sorry. I, I go to that must like, it's a little bit different because the golf courses that I frequent are less likely to have cart girls. Yeah. I'd say that's uh, not as much of a thing anymore, honestly. Yeah. I mean, well, at the ones at the public yeah, courses same. and stuff like that. So let's be honest. But even some of the lower rent ones I used to go to would have them on there. But then I think they thought it was just, they were finally, most courses were like, well, just go ahead and just bring your own cooler. Just take care of your trash. Like, that's fine. It's cheaper to do that than for us to hire somebody and have them drive around the course. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I kind of miss it a little bit because it was, I mean, one out of 10 times you do hit a good shot or somebody's waiting, comes right up on you, waiting behind you. And um, you just hit that good shot. That's the best walk away. It's like, it's the only one good one I'll hit all day. Someone kind of someone. Walk. Someone not in my group just saw that happen, like waited yeah, for yeah. me. I struck it and it happened. Yeah. No, if a drive though, I've never had a good drive. I honestly don't think really? I've ever had anything where I'm like, actually, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. It was a par three North of Buffalo, a random public spot. Like, a. I think I, yeah, I drove to the green. And I don't think I've ever had a sports accomplishment that has equaled that. <laughs> really? Dude, I'm not even incredible. Kidding. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a two putt. The birdie did not happen. It was a two putt for par, but I drove to the green and I'm like, I don't know what just happened. I'm like, this is the greatest thing in the world. Like I instinctively like drive the cart towards the woods and I'm like, all right, go get my ball. And someone's like, oh, it's on the green. I'm like, well, that can't be mine. Um, the best we ever had, my buddies and I, it was, we used to play the twilight cause we were like, we're going to play the cheapest golf you can, which is if you go after like four o'clock, it's like $15 yep. 
I mean, if you're good, you can finish 18. But if you're us, you know, you got to come in when the sun's down. Um, so we didn't always finish 18, obviously. But the guy was coming in. The the greenskeeper was coming around picking up flags. We're like, oh, it's time. Huh? He's like, oh, well, you know, he's picking up the flags. You guys can finish out. Or, you know, I think it was kind of like more being like, yeah, you could finish out. But, you know, I'm picking up all the flags. And he waited for all of us to tee off. <laughs> It's like this is like a make or break moment for the club. Really, it was for us being at this uh, just the most public of public courses there could be. And each one of us just ripped a drive down the middle of the fairway, like out of otherworldly. Never happens ever because we always play like uh, you know captain and crew. You know we just go to the the best ball and best we, ball. Just, we all just hit one. And uh, he was like, "All right, you guys, I'm gonna go ahead and get that ball. You guys can finish out the round." We were like, "Whoa." Whoa, we did it. We've done it. And then sure, I'm sure like our second shot, none of us got close to the green. (laughs) How did that happen? (laughs) Just out of our minds, out of our minds golf. So I can't imagine putting 18 together or four rounds in a row for a weekend to win a tournament. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't understand it, but my body doesn't flow with golf mechanics. And uh, I accept that. Speaking of your body flowing. Oh. How'd you deal? You had to, we had to uh, cancel a, a pod recording yeah, this week because you were this is like violently ill. Is that what? Is yeah. that what you said? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What happened? Yeah, now to, to Jerry's still out. Um, I don't know if I'm feeling aftermath, but yeah, woke up Tuesday morning at about two in the morning. Uh, little little nauseous feeling. Went to the bathroom. Um, yeah, things happened. There was a. Uh, an eviction and then went back to sleep, woke back up an hour later and then kind of rinse and repeat till about eight in the morning. But then also my legs started cramping. And so I don't know if it was like a dehydration thing. So I'm like, I have to get up. I'm like, I'm supposed to train at eight 45. Um, so I'm like, it's like oh, for set. work. I thought that's what you were calling working out now. <laughs> no, dear God. No, at your regular no. work. I gotta get Sorry, up and train. Yes. <laughs> I had a class to teach at 8.45. So I'm like, it's like 7.55. I'm like, I have to get up and send an email and let them know that I'm not coming in because I didn't have any of my co-trainers' cell phone numbers on me. So I get up and I'm like, I can't walk because like my right calf is so brutally like tense. But also, I got stuck in the, I I made it to my office. It's about a 20, 20 foot walk. I mean, it's in my office. Did you even like, shower before it? But mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, because you weren't planning on getting on. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm yeah. signing on yeah. just to tell them I'm signing off. Yeah. So I sit down and I'm trying to log in and go through our VPN uh, at work and stuff. And the problem is, is my calf is cramping, but also like under my foot and like down by part of my, sh- like the ankle part near my shin, all of those are cramping. And so if you don't realize... If you're trying to uncramp your foot and your calf, that they're like the opposite yeah, they ways to other. stretch oh, them. No. So literally, I would have to like work Dude. on one for five seconds, and then the other one would start cramping worse. And so I'd have to work on that one. And and so like I'm struggling writing these emails. I'm supposed to give another. Um, I was supposed to co-facilitate another thing at one p.m. And I'm just like trying to eat, set, send two different emails. I'm praying just to get through this. And then I stumble back to my bed and then work on the cramps just enough so that I can fall asleep to get a couple minutes of sleep before I know I'm going to wake up again sick. So yeah, it was Tuesday was brutal. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday consisted of eating like dry toast, a couple slices a day because everything was jacked up. But fast forward, thought I was on the men's. And yesterday I went to a ball game uh, Mets Phillies game in Philadelphia and everything seemed normal. Had a, oh, had, no. a chi- had a chicken salad sandwich. The get the game fine. The game was fine, but I woke up this morning back to square one, not, not puking, but the other ends. I, I have, I have visited the lavatory almost double digits this morning. That is one big pile of shit. Yeah. So oh, I am praying Dude, we get through this pot move to uh, like after being sick after a couple of days, choose uh, 
choose the mayo heavy <laughs> dish at the ballpark. <laughs> Chicken salad. Go, go with some summer mayonnaise <laughs> to get yeah. you get you through it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so yeah. you're still really still. Yeah, still no, I mean, yeah, wow. like I f- but the difference is right now I feel fine. It's just yeah. I do have the wireless headset is working. We are on Bluetooth right now. <laughs> oh, good. So in the event that I need to leave the microphone hurry, and, hurry, 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 hurry. And, the, <laughs> and the computer, we can still have the show oh, in the my event. Goodness. So, yeah, I'll, ne- I'll talk I, you through it. Yeah. I need like a wireless mic. Maybe I can tap into yeah, my computer need, with yeah. the phone. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Well, I'm so sorry that does, it doesn't get any easier <laughs> when you get older. No, you know, like no. Just the pain of it, all that. Like, mm-hmm. do you think you might have that calf and ankle pain, even if you're hydrated? You just have it now. Yeah, It'll be phantom maybe. pain, but you'll just know it. I have had so many ailments in the last five weeks since turning 40. It's amazing. I'm going to PT for my shoulder, which has been basically diagnosed frozen shoulder, which just is, did you have an injury? No. Your shoulder just starts hurting and you just need to work it back out. But that's getting better. So I will say that. That my my range of motion on uh, old righty is getting better, but yeah, I've been going to PT for that for the last couple few weeks. Um, yeah, I you know, I've, I I don't know if it's, I have to attribute it to forty, but my brain is just dying. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, I think I maybe I mentioned it. I see. I don't even remember if I mentioned it on the podcast, but like since I stopped drinking, I keep forgetting things, like putting things into the fridge. I do that a lot now. Okay. Um, well, I'll wake up in the morning and be like, oh, good. I left out all the chicken I made. <laughs> so now there, there goes that. Or I left out. I mean, like once a week, I'll leave something out in the fridge overnight that now I just can't have anymore. That's amazing. So blowing through money. I'm blowing through money <laughs> on food. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I should just eat out every night because then at least I get to enjoy the food. It's going to cost me the same amount with the food I'm destroying. And it really topped off the other night. I got home from work. So I was like, I've got food in the fridge. I got, you know, I was going to make these chicken avocado tacos. I was like, I'm going to make a night of it. You know, I'm not going to be lazy. Got some corn and pineapple salsa. Like, I'm going to treat myself. Okay. I got home and my fridge had been open all day. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's impressive. <laughs> that's, that's like that's, ultimate that's boss really, level. That's really, I mean, it really was open. Impressive. There was some, I think it was like a sparkling water thing or whatever that just prevented it from shutting all the way or it popped it open mm. <laughs> during the day, didn't fully shut. I was so bummed. I was like, it's just happening. Just I, there's moments every, it's like a handful of moments every week where I'm just like, I gotta, I think the alcohol made me smarter. I mean, it clearly didn't. I think the alcohol just made me okay with forgetting things probably all the time. Plus it probably contributed to my brain, uh, just detriment over the course of decades, but yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't know. There's getting older. There's not exactly science to support that. Yeah, yeah. There's no way any of us can know, but yeah, uh, all I know is know. I stop, I stop boozing, and I'm forgetting stuff. So one to one. Ooh, somebody motorcycling out there. In fact, oh, I did God. when you texted me that night that you couldn't do the pod. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, we were gonna do that tonight. <laughs> you had camp. Nice. I mean, I could have done it, but I was like, you would have had to text me that night to be like, hey, where are you? It would have been like been one of those so- things. It'd have been so much better if you just decided to be rude about it and hard sound be like, <laughs> I know. man, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, w- I had so many things lined up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, why's Jeff texting me? Oh, he can't make the pod that we're recording tonight. Oh, d- darn it. <laughs> He's just, yeah. right. Ah, oh, no. nuts. Yeah. That's a, that's a real oh, bummer. No. Um, speaking of lined up, I, I, that's my favorite segue is to do speaking of and just say something and then just pretend it was a segue. Okay. Okay. Let's just say, speaking of this, moving on. Um, do you remember our conversation dice that we rolled IRL, our analog dice? Um, it was like love. something about on love colleague. Co- oh, I was gonna say coworker, colleague, and night. Um. I and did night, have one. night was the third one. Yeah, night. One of the, I this is a question I actually had written that I wanted to ask you, but it, it really pertains to these three dice. Like, I wanted to know if you'd ever had an awkward interaction with a coworker outside of work. Um, in your life, 
I can tell you one that I had was in, uh, I don't know, 2012 or something like that when I was working at UT Austin. It was like one of those nights where I was going to my, we would go to this karaoke bar called Egos with my buddy Brett, spot we go, and I kind of like was telling people at work, oh, you should all come, we, I always go to this place, you guys want to, so it was like the combo of like my friends with work people, so we were kind of all together one night, but <laughs> one girl at my work, um, who was cool, um, I, uh, she was really fun, but she like got hammered that night, uh, and we would too, like we would, it was kind of the spot where we you know, if it was always busy, the bartender would see us, my buddy Brad and I, and like give us two seven and sevens, or we would call them like Jim Beam and uh, seven ups or whatever, or like some kind of whiskey ginger ale combo, just way too heavy, way too heavy for poor. But it was great because we could, you know, we were only three blocks from home, so the drive was real easy <laughs> from there. Not the wall. the neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> and so I brought everybody. So this girl gets hammered and really just starts hitting on everybody in the bar including me and my friend mm-hmm. <laughs> where it was like the point where it was like it was kind of like a movie thing where like what are you doing tonight you want can i come over it, it, like that level where it was like i can't even see you the next day work and the next day actually it was a friday so it was perfect it was a friday so it gave you the weekend but then the monday we you see i am in uh at work but she just said i'm really Sorry about what happened. Will you apologize to your roommate for me? But it was just like leaning on the pool table, hitting on, like stroking shoulders and arms. And like some you'd really never do to a coworker that you ever wanted to work with again. Um, but I feel, I don't know why it still sticks with me. So but it was, I was horrified for her in the moment. I mean, I've probably done way worse things, but I don't remember that. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and that sounds fine. This is about her. Yeah, this is yeah, about her today. Yeah, she she yeah. can talk about your dumb shit when she yeah, has a podcast. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this: What time did your day start on that Monday? Oh, jeez, it's happening. Uh, oh, God, God, I'm cut, ruining cut it. That. All right, let's start over again. Let's start over again. Okay. Welcome to Strangely Familiar, the show about becoming friends again after 20 years. I'm Matt. Oh, man. I'm Jeff. That's Jeff. And <coughs> here we go. What time did the day start what, on Monday? What time we did the day eight start to fives. on Monday? Eight to okay. fives. So let me ask you this. What time did you receive the message from her? It was probably uh, maybe like 10, but it was definitely one of those where you have one of those moments where you, like, I had to walk by her desk to get to mine. Uh-huh. But it's one of those, like, I'm not going to look because I don't like it's where I don't want to make it awkward. So I'm like, I won't even bring it up. I'll just like, let's do like we do in life. Let's get through stuff by not addressing it and just letting it go away. That's the easiest way to get through anything. Just pretend it never happened. See, um, and that's but you don't, and then that's, all of a sudden you don't all of a sudden you don't look because you're not really avoiding it or not. You're not really. I guess what's the way you're not addressing it by avoiding it because the avoidance is almost too awkward in a way. Of like not making right. eye contact or being like, hey, hey, did you, how is, how's the coffee this morning? Do anything like fun this weekend? Had... No, that won't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get so, lucky this weekend? So like, yeah, first off is like, absolutely, I probably would have done the same thing. Is like, I'm like, they'll feel better if I act like nothing's wrong or we don't address it. Nothing is wrong. But if we don't address it, I'm doing them a favor. But in reality, in my age, I've come to realize that's not doing them a favor because both of you are just going to let it. That's only going to be in your, in both of your heads because it's never addressed. So the, really, I think the right move is you walk up and you're like, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. You have a, you have a good night about Friday night. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like honestly, and you let them know, like, Hey, listen, happens to the best of us. No big deal. Be like, no harm, no foul. And then you move on because then it's addressed, but it's still shown it doesn't matter and there's no need to further address it. But the whole throw the whole thing under the carpet and act like it never happened does nothing for anyone. No, I mean, I didn't know how to handle I mean, because oh, yeah, I'm it saying wasn't, in, it in wasn't 50/50. like fun or funny either. It was sad and depressing. Like the, it was almost like okay. it was like a side of somebody you've never seen before. And it's kind of like a. I don't know. In a way, maybe I thought I was like, well, maybe she won't even remember it. And that'll just be the best for all of us. 
You know, if she's just like, nobody it's told not. her about it or she'll forget. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Cause she'll wake up in a deep, like in a cold sweat three days from now. And then all of a sudden it all will hit her. Yeah. Yeah. And then she'll actually uh, have that weird paradox where she doesn't even understand if it actually did happen or it's a dream, which if you want to leave her in that purgatory, then feel free. I mean, I'll give her props for being like, Hey, sorry. You, we know what happened. I think that was such a terrible night for her. <laughs> she, like soon after applied to grad school to be like, I got to do something. I think she, she like really like that well, was a rock bottom. I congrats. think congrats. Congrats. You said it's her, not a yeah. terrible, not a terrible rock bottom. I got to say that she is not like, even, that's not even, get, rock. yeah, that's not even rock drunk and awkwardly hit on people like everybody. That's just like a regular night in your twenties. Right. I don't understand how that's rock bottom. It's not, I'm it's actually not kind like, of, I'm kind of offended if someone sees yeah, that as that rock be, bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Then what the hell have I been? Then what the hell did I hit for like 10 plus years? <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't even feel like I hit my rock bottom yet. <laughs> See, God, that's funny. That'd be terrible to know that. <laughs> when you say that, it's amazing because the tone you say it, it almost sounds like you're being inspirational. Yeah. Like, you I know what? Really I'm not this. even sure I've hit my rock bottom yet because you're almost kind of saying like, hey, my life's bad, but my life could be worse. I don't even think I've necessarily yeah. hit rock bottom In fact, yet. It will be. I'm going to manifest it. it wow. Be. Like you ever, like there should be like a movie where someone's really has a pretty solid life, but then like the inspirational, like after act one, it's like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm going to turn it all around. And then like the, the efforts to really sever all of the positive things and relationships in your life. And it ends and it culminates with the person being an absolute schlub at the end of the movie. Like there should be a kind of like those reversed, uh, the reverse timeline movies. Do you remember that gag from the, from the internet from like 10 plus years ago? The reverse Pe timeline. What's that? Pe people would do, like, but... people would pitch like the plot synopsis of a movie, but read the plot synopsis backwards. So like, it'd be like, but not like memento, but like, an actual no, movie that no, was, it's yeah. just the plot, but, reverse you're t saying it reverse and it's like okay um so you'd be like oh there's crazy so it'd be so like, like this it'd be big like that space station that gets blown up um by this kid um but then he goes back to like uh or then he's like meets up with a bunch of people that are sort of like him and don't like this empire thing then he goes to work on a farm <laughs> so right. like that. Right. Really? So, or, or it's just like, or it's like, I'm, I'm missed out or on it's that. like, it's like, it's like the Goonies in reverse. It's like yeah. a bunch of local school children take their like large mentally challenged friend and tuck them away in a cave. <laughs> oh, like okay. that's, that's the plot. That's, move. that's the plot of the movie. And it's just like, it's just called Goonies in reverse. And people would just type a little synopsis <laughs> of what happens in the movie oh, backwards. See. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's make so it funny. That's fun. But so you uh, take away the the glorious ending. Yeah, I see. I see. Okay, I, I pick up so what you're putting down there. Yeah. A Holly, another Hollywood pitch I thought of today. So since Hollywood has a problem and they can't write new things, and they just want to reboot or take existing ideas and either let's let's make it a like. Remember when trilogies used to be a big deal, and now it's like, like you had to end at three. Well, or yeah. no, just like having multiple having multiple movies of a series was a big deal. Like now, yeah. it's just everything gets a sequel, but also everything almost is guaranteed a trilogy, quadrilogy. Move on. Yeah, I was thinking what well, you were saying is now you can get like six or seven of everything. Yeah, like, the trilogy was special because it was unique, and and then it was like three, and it was like right. I mean, we used to be like, wow, trilogy, big deal. You're talking Star Wars. Yeah, what's Wars. your favorite trilogy? Oof. Yeah, you'd have to, I mean, but you'd have to answer, like, that was the question. They wouldn't ask, yeah. ask your Yeah, and that's series. all you had to say. Yeah, Back to the Future, you know? Yeah, Back to the Future. Godfather, I mean, Godfather 3 does count, and Back to the Future 3 does count. Um, but, uh, no, what I was thinking is, is I'm like, so I was watching a horror movie this weekend, yesterday, uh, Evil Dead Rise, and I, I said they should make a TV series because it'd be hard to make the movie and I'm not sure you need it, but maybe do like a web series, like a Netflix series or something. And what you do is you have the aftermath, the world after horror movies, like after a horror movie ends, usually there's, 
total destruction. Oh, yeah. there, there's really been there's it. been yeah. there's been death and people were possessed or like all this chaotic supernatural supernatural stuff happens. I want to know about the downtime and how society yeah. handles that afterwards. So every episode could be like 22 minutes, just a TV episode of after each movie. And what's better is I think you could possibly get away with not worrying about copyrights and stuff because you could allude to so many things, not use character names, but you allude to the concepts of what transpired. Yeah. The next day at Haddonfield high school or something like that. Right. You just and like say that with the city and you allude to a bunch of stuff and you don't actually have to use any of the character names, anything like that likenesses, but people would easily be able to get on by the writing as to what it is. Mm. And you just, I don't know. And I don't know if it, you could do it as a comedy. You could do it as like a horror dramedy or like horror drama of like, like a just dark undertones of the aftermath of a horror show. So like, I would like to see that. I'd like to see a series in which we get an episode of things that happen after horror movies. That's a great pitch. I like that. Um, I watched scream six recently. Have you watched it? <laughs> I have not yet. I don't go say New York. I don't think I saw five either. I would say I'm like really getting into it now because, well, they've got the, uh, the Jenna Ortega thing and she's, she's so hot right now, you know, the Wednesday Adams. Um, but I liked, there's already been like two reboots and you know how scream is like so self-aware that they yeah. always, you know, so now this is like the requel. It's not even the sequel. It's the requel. They call it. Uh, um, but it was, it was genuinely a fun horror movie in that it's the two newer ones are super violent, but the New York one, um, I kind of dug in terms of like, it's almost like an action movie. I feel like scream is almost going fast and furious horror where it's like crazy action. Everybody in the movie is now a superhero can like take in any kind of stab wound or, or gunshot or any kind of thing and just still keep going <laughs> it's to a comical level, but where you're still invested in it. But my favorite element of it is kind of like going along with what you were saying was, okay, whatever characters, boyfriend, girlfriend dies, gets slaughtered in front of them two minutes earlier. And then five minutes later, they have some funny quip, some, some, some little joke about like, they're not traumatized at all. Like they've just like, they leave the dead bodies behind them so quickly and yep. all their dialogue that it's like they can still be cheesy and quippy and still throw the Gilmore girls dialogue into it. Um, even after they've witnessed all this <laughs> trauma and slaughter and it's like, uh, don't, don't change, never change scream. But how would that day look? You know, how would the scream world look the next day? Right. Like, would they still be, would they ever mourn anybody <laughs> in that movie? Right. It seems like the main characters get to mourn their siblings or friends, but like decades later, but yeah. there's no mourning in the moment. Um, which makes for a great movie. Like, like Jason Voorhees is supposed to be in the same universe. And I mean, they were one of the first ones, even for horror movies, like Friday the 13th hit part. It was, was eight. I'm trying to think of what Jason takes. The one before Jason takes Manhattan, they punched, they, I think that's, I think Jason takes Manhattan is eight. So maybe the first seven, the first seven, I mean, annual or at most every other, and they were yeah. punching them out. But like by seven, you get that you get a nightmare was, on Elm Street every year. Is it supposed to be the same universe? Because if so, why is everyone a surprised uh, like about Jason? It's like oh he's back. I'm like he's <laughs> been back six other times. Like or like I don't know. Actually, you know what I'm gonna. That's all I have on that. But my my tangent is well. My dad used to say like, "Well, I got a I got a plan. Just uh, bury him in concrete, then put him at the bottom of the ocean." Oh, such a dad answer! Come on, yes, have fun. Yeah, 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 but still, Dad, (laughs) she jump kicked him into the pond. He's clearly dead. He's gone forever. Yeah, unless lightning strikes the lake to somehow remove his shackles. There's like. No that, way he's going to get out. That of was the funniest one because they were like, there was one where they go to Camp Crystal Lake and he goes out in the rowboat with a boulder and a chain and chains the boulder and then just goes, I'm going to put this fucking around your neck and then just sinks Jason. He's like, I admit that this guy's not dead, but what he is, is at the bottom of this pond. Yeah. And then lightning like, yeah, strikes the pond and it's like, oh, 
Yeah, yeah. But it hasn't decomposed. I mean, it has slightly. I mean, nothing beats Jason going to space. <laughs> For some reason, his body was cryogenically frozen. Jason X, Jason 10, which I yep. like. I mean, everybody calls it Jason Goes to Space. I think if not, Jason Goes to Hell that. was even more absurd, though. But then we w- decided yeah. to try to one up ourselves by going because Jason Goes to Hell was the entity of Jason could transfer from mm, person to person. Right. So all of a sudden, Jason was able to possess people via little like tremor worms. So <laughs> that's right. So that was good. Oh my God. Um, but uh, what I was going to say is like, I love horror movies because you can, someone can see. Someone can see 12 people fly, land on the ground, eat 30 people, and then fly away. And someone will be like, I think what we're dealing with is vampires. And someone else will go, vampires aren't real. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you did. Are you trying to apply logic in the world of the shit you just I witnessed like stop it people are like but, but vampires aren't real okay then what's our next plan um do we think they were communists because communists don't fly and like eat people but like people are like vampires aren't real I'm like wow it does make it feel like it's real because they admit vampires aren't real I'm like no stop that that's my one of my favorite arguments about um the little mermaid when people say things aren't real is like the Little Mermaid isn't black. I'm like, oh, the real Little Mermaid isn't right. black. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the one like, from well, history. No, like, even even if like she existed under the sea, like because of like the skin tone, because of like the sun penetration and the melanin in the skin, like it wouldn't work. And I'm like, oh, that's right. But but the fish part of her is still is still realistic right. though, right? Her, her These are lo- like real arguments that her, people have. Yeah. Did you learn that from her lobster sidekick who sings and <laughs> yeah. dances? Is that is that who you learned that from? See, the problem I have with this is you got to say to the original, to the original person, the original real mermaid was white with red hair. And that's just where I have a problem. Like, if you're not going to stay to the true source material, to the, to the true story, then I just can't get behind it. It's it is. Like, it's, it's all, it's, none of this, none of this is real. This is all fake. So, oh, I have a question for you. I have a question for you because, uh, um, again, um, you know, in the, in the same theory, which is what triggered this question is that. Um, the world of blackface. I have a question for you. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh no. So blackface is not supposed to be used. Um, mm-hmm. Shows have now been like, basically like essentially tried to be erased. Like Hulu won't put the sunny episodes where they do the lethal weapon reboots. Oh, because really? Because uh, Max, yeah, yeah. but then don't worry. Then they made an episode about mocking Hulu for not having those episodes. But anyway, um, Soul Man uh, is a movie that we no longer get to, to to have readily available with C. Thomas Howell. But my question is, is if you're not supposed to use blackface, is it just a sweeping idea that if you want... So am I not allowed to go to a Halloween party as Samuel L. Jackson? Or do I just have to dress like Samuel L. Jackson in a movie and then have people guess that I'm Samuel L. Jackson, which as you can imagine is probably going to create quite a difficult process. I say, I want to go as uh, a perfect head for it. Say yeah. I want to go as Jules from like Pulp Fiction. So it's like, okay, so I'm, I'm going to look like John Travolta with an Afro, like, or is that, or is the, mm-hmm. now is the Afro. Okay. So you're going to go with the costume that would involve you putting hair on. I guess you'd have to, I for guess, you, but, but like, I don't understand. So like, yeah, I, am I not supposed to? I don't. I, like I don't understand how you it can works. do it. But you have to be expecting of any kind of backlash that you get. Like, you're not going to get arrested for it. But I don't you know, understand. Anything can be free. But I, I feel like intent is a lot. I feel like both things can be true. But I, mean, is... I probably wouldn't do it because <laughs> I'm not really interested in that smoke. I'm just. I'm but... just curious. I'm just curious. Is so is. Bl- I, uh, an objective question is blackface. Why is blackface different than like a wig? Why is, why is pigmentation the hands off of impersonation? That's what I want to know. Why is pigmentation the hands off? Because we don't handle it responsibly. I think if we could, as a society, handle it responsibly. Okay. Instead of like, uh, there's just too many racist people that ruin it for people. So like, 
you have people that do it in poor taste or with bad intentions and it ruins it for the people that are just trying to have fun. Okay. Then it goes back to the time of like minstrels and um, kind of like the depictions. Cause a lot of the blackface was depictions of like the mammy stuff with the big, you know, painted pink lips and all that stuff. And okay. um, So it's really just like, it's people that ruin it for everybody else. And like, we could have a lot of things we can have (laughs) responsibly that get ruined by 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 bad people. So I think I like to live in a world where multiple things can be true at once. So I think like, I still think like the Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder was a perfect use of it because it was like a commentary on it and it, and it works, but I, I understand why people would have a problem with it. Um, but I, you know, I think it would take many, many generations of like positive race relations before we could start using it responsibly again. Probably. I don't know. Do black people use white face ever in like costume parties? I'm not kidding. And mm. I'm also saying that like kind of inquisitive. Are you recording I don't think that? It... <laughs> recording into the... Oh, no. Into the... Um, I mean, we're recording it, but yeah. I thought you were like, asking Siri. No, no, no. I just had a, a remote in my hand. Um, but like, I guess I've, I've never seen like, and I'm talking about, obviously I've gone to enough parties as like college Outside parties. Outside of white chicks? College parties and stuff. Oh, that's true. White, white chick still holds up. I think. Um, I don't th- see, I think the only time I can think I've ever seen that, <laughs> it'd probably be hilarious though. <laughs> if anybody's doing it, it's probably hilarious. Like Dave Chappelle. Doing, oh, that's uh, true. Chappelle know, show. Man. I mean, yeah. Um, I think until, I don't know when it'd be okay. I guess case by case. I don't like to broad strokes anything per se, but I think it would be hard to find a situation where it would be okay um, in terms of like not upsetting people. But I think like, I think if you just nailed a really solid <laughs> Samuel Jackson, I could probably get behind you for a little bit, but then like, what, what color do you, I mean, do you, <laughs> how dark do you go? I'd probably be more insulted by you trying to use a voice, honestly, <laughs> changing your uh, skin color. That'd probably be way worse. But um you know, I, I don't know. It's case by case, but in most cases, I think it, you'd have to be, you'd have to really nail it, I think, to make it worth okay. it. Okay. I'm Until not sure. I, reach a, yeah, I'm not sure I can, I can perfect Anthony Mackie yet. So I'll put it on the back burner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's thing. Like I've never done it and, and, and good. You know, I guess, I guess. Oh, I'm like, thank God I didn't do it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's no reason I wouldn't have done it at some point in my life. Like, right. it, and I mean, it wasn't because it right. it's, it's with societal stigma that it does or should have. Because, you know, I guess, I mean, wokeness in a way has a bad tone to it. But there's many things that we've probably corrected that should have been corrected. But some things have been overcorrected. But I think as a society, <laughs> we have to figure out what the balance is. And, um, I'm not gonna be the uh, the guinea pig for the blackface, probably. Yeah, that's that's probably the best way. I'm not gonna test it. the waters. You're gonna need someone yeah. more established. That was like uh, that reminds me of in terms of testing the waters is an old great old Greg Giraldo bit. Stand up comedian, R.I.P. R.I.P. Had a joke about a guy who was living in New York, who's who was suing his landlord because the water in a shower burned his uh, genitals. After all, I was like, well, that's a hell of a way to test the water, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> but so I don't want to be the uh, the metaphorical burning of genitals on the blackface. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. There could probably be situations where it's not wildly insulting. Um, I mean, I don't think I like, I don't, I don't think I subscribe to the everything is wrong and everything is right category. I like to think that I can evaluate every situation. But um, I don't know. Yeah, Tom. Let Tom, me know when you do it. Tom, <laughs> let me know when you do it. Yeah. Tom Segura had has a really good take on one of his specials that I watched uh, recently, and it was just like you can be offended by anything. It's like that's fine if that's how you want to be. He's like that's fine and and within right. Sometimes it's reasonable. He's like, but also, I have a right to not care that you're offended by something. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what people forget. You are able to not, you are able to be offended by it. 
So you don't do it. You cannot like it and you don't have to do it and you don't have to subject yourself to others that do it. But that's where it has to stop. And that's, I'm, this is making caveat. This is not directly about blackface. This is just in general things. Yeah. Like if you don't like it, that's fine. But like, you, it's not fair for you to think that someone else needs to care that you don't like something that they like. Mm-hmm. And I don't like a lot of people say there's an assault on freedom of speech. And it's like, no, is there, though? that's not how that is works. Is there really cancel culture per se? Because nobody's going to jail for what they say. And if there's enough people that don't like something, they don't want to watch you. But everybody who does like it will still watch your stuff and go to your shows. <laughs> like, it's Yeah, like, I don't think cancel culture technically exists because, right, you don't say something that's bad and it like prevents someone who likes it to go like, oh, oh, I can't, I don't like this now. Okay. Like, and in reality, I mean... I guess there is some theory to it because um, the corporations have shown their big, their their, outlets can determine whether or not they want to put it on. Yeah. And a lot of corporations are are terrified of, of the, the like hyper vocal liberals. Yeah. But it doesn't stop anybody from saying whatever you want to say and putting it out in it, in it some format no, go on. you can say whatever you want yep that is literally the freedom that we have ready watch this boobs <laughs> but <laughs> boobs boobs yeah strike us down spotify dare you no oh, youtube should have swatted you all of a sudden the swat team's <laughs> at matt's house <laughs> oh no that is a real thing yep that's a thing folks swatting um do you have a greatest Halloween costume though. Ooh, greatest Halloween costume. Um, mine have always been pretty half-assed, at least as an adult. Um, mm-hmm. I am a man of not creativity when it comes to stuff like that. Um, I've cat burgled. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh. Well, you tell if you have one. I'm going to go well, through one. I did. Um, that would probably <laughs> not pass today. Um, is I did uh, short legs. I did Mr. Short Legs. So I full body, regular, and I basically put a box, cardboard box around my knees and then put, uh, you know, just shoes on those. Made it look like I had my legs cut in half. <laughs> Walked around like that. Uh, so I got a pizza delivered that way. The pizza delivery guy wanted a picture with me. <laughs> so it was fun. But I don't know if you can do short legs in today's climate. Oh. Honestly. Yeah? You think? Like I probably would have been I would have been canceled from Facebook that I don't have anyway. But that was fun. And then after that, I feel like I started going with costumes that were like because it wasn't super functional in terms of walking around a party. Sure. So then I, I kind of went lazier too where it was like whatever you could maybe put on <laughs> like I, I would just get like the cobweb stuff and put it on my shirt and put some spiders on it <laughs> walk around like that. So I what are you? Play beer I'm Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, my buddy Brett had the best one where he would just wear like sweatpants or whatever. Oh no, no, no. He would have a, like a onesie of a skeleton, but then just put a bathrobe over it and he would just be, I'm lazy bones. And you wear it every year. It's the same thing every year. <laughs> Just never change. Just own it. Like that's honestly the best because you get to just walk around comfortably. So I did. I kind of went that way for work one year. Where there was like, oh, you can wear a costume to work one day. So I wore my Chewbacca slippers and Han Solo bathrobe <laughs> to work and just honestly dressed like I would at home and just like, oh, I'm Star Wars, I'm Han and Chewie, just taking advantage. It works. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it. I had a, for a girlfriend one year. We did a couple's costume where I just type, I had like N64 type games or like pinball, just like different types of like games, things on me just taped. <laughs> she dressed like a total hobo, like dirty, dirty. And we were hunger games. <laughs> She's like, neat. it's like, she bore the brunt of that. Like she had it way worse. So she had to like, just like dirty face. Like she looked hunger honestly, games. Great. Yeah. So it was like one of those who made people like, what are you guys? It's like, guess, guess what our, guess what our thing is. Like I'm games. And she's like, poor. Is she like, 
she like desperate downtrodden it's like mm mm-hmm yeah that is what she looks like yeah we're having fun yeah yeah (laughs) she she got bummed out with it through the night and it's like oh we're hunger games like oh i know it's it's fun an idea to have that concept be like oh it's gonna be so fun to do the thing but when nobody gets it it's like oh this wasn't so fun at all yeah they're like uh they're like way too wait our costume just really cerebral you wouldn't get it it's a really high level what are those called like pictograms where like a picture relays a, a sentence or like a phrase. So like, that's what like the Halloween costume world turned into pretty, pretty quick. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, man, I don't think I had anything epic. I never took, I, I don't know, even, even in fraternity and stuff like um, themed based parties, just, they went over my head. Um, I really was never huge on them. Not that like, I dislike them. I just, I don't, my creativity doesn't go in that way. So I just don't care. And, and then if I don't have an idea within 30 seconds, I'm like, I also don't care, which makes me think that much. Dude, so much action on a Sunday morning. Oh my God. It's the joys of living down here. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever did. I mean, one of our, one of our buddies had like one of the best costumes I ever saw. Uh, our buddy, Mark, that you've mentioned already um in the pod he has he built his own optimus prime costume and it was and it's amazing he could fold down i he couldn't fold into the truck that being said though like he was full obviously standing optimus but this looked solid it was all made out of like styrofoam board or like poster board and stuff like it was phenomenal he painted it and everything and yeah, dude, it, it was epic. He wore it to a Halloween party I brought him to, and and it certainly was talk of the town. See, because guys can't just go like, oh, I'm going to be a slutty handyman, or I'm going to be a slutty police officer. Guys aren't allowed to. It's creepy when a guy does it. But girls, yeah, yeah. girls don't act like you are all creative, yeah. too, because for a good yeah. decade, you were just like, I could be a slutty... <laughs> So, I mean, I could be a slutty handyman, but nobody would be into it. <laughs> That's for sure. Right. Right. It wouldn't draw. I mean, it may draw eyes, but nobody would enjoy it. I'm a sexy um, IT guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did. Uh, I forgot one I did one year. Was the uh, the Price is Right contestant. That was pretty easy. Just on a, uh, a cardboard. Just do the card construction paper. A little podium just wrap it around your neck do the little best buy tag yeah pretty easy pretty simple um but now yeah i haven't cared about halloween a long time we did i think we probably grew up though they probably had it at the frat we grew up in the era of the 80s party yep you probably had a bunch of those because mm-hmm. now they got usually, the 90s yeah. now actually now they're going to the to the knots parties times they There's are a hot changing. new trend sweeping the kids on tiktok hot new aesthetic it's called y2k and nobody knows what it means <laughs> y2k wait really it's fantastic yeah 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 it's like it's just y2k aesthetic what does it mean i don't know it's just like it's just what it means oh my god yes enjoy enjoy yeah i can get down with an 80s party more because it was like okay now i can play some 80s music and people can't tell me to turn it off i actually created a party so that i could play my own music I created a theme and since it was that theme that allowed me to play. So we had was a, it ska a, pop punk skanaka. <laughs> I had a skanaka party at the oh. house that I lived in. So well done. Yep. You had to come and like, I told everyone that was the theme as I'm like, look it up, look up ska. I'm like, you can come in ska punk or two tone or anything, you know, lots of options. But yeah, I did that solely so that I'm like, I'm going to play a party where all I do is play my freaking ska music and no one can tell me to turn off because it's the theme of the party. And it went off very well. It was very well embraced. Um, we had parties at our in Austin for we lived in this spot, really sweet spot. Um and ostensibly, it was called the the gummy bear party, where I think my sister got me a five pound gummy bear. It sort of was like a novelty, uh-huh. um, which I guess it always is a novelty. I don't know when it's not a novelty. At that it's time, the really five pound gummy bear was a novelty. <laughs> At that time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's sustenance, right? But I was like, hey, we'll just do a party, and I'll just put the gummy bear in vodka for like a week, and then we'll, you know, 
Because you've heard of like gummies and vodka, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like this five pound one. That'll totally that'll work exactly the same way. Did not work at all. Okay. Almost not at all for the week. Um, I even like, it was really hard to even cut holes into it. But it basically covered the the top half inch layer in vodka. And the rest was just regular gummy bear. We'd have nights like that. Um, then we'd fill watermelons. And so the theme was really just drinking. Um, and usually, so the three of us that lived in the house, it was great because the next morning we'd hear all the stories about how the night went because we would pass out and people would still be partying at the house throughout the night. And they'd be like, oh, awesome. thank you for not stealing anything. Like one morning right. I woke up and my wallet was still in the living room. I mean, that was a testament to the, to the solid folks. I think we had kind of kind of rolling with us that I appreciated. Um, but, you know, watermelon, toss the watermelon into the ceiling fan. It was a lot of oh, stuff. A lot of fun okay. stuff. Okay, yeah, you want to go there. So <laughs> the house that I lived in my last year, my last full year at Oswego, um, <clears throat> we had a gathering um, for our fraternity. It was called Senior Sendoff. And basically all the seniors get to, it's kind of like a mini roast of the seniors. So like a senior will go up in the chair, sit in the chair and people will come up and tell stories or anecdotes. And then seniors get to address their fraternity and give out their sets of letters to people that they want. So after this, we were like, all right, my house is going to throw a party. It's going to be brothers only for a while. But then, you know, after a couple hours, people can invite girlfriends, so on and so forth. So we're all partying at the house and it's great. I mean, everyone's having a blast. There's guys that the guy, the brothers that don't normally drink are drinking. So everyone's like just pumped for that concept and everything. And someone goes like, yo, I want some cake. And someone for our potluck for senior sendoff had bought a cake. And so we bring the cake onto the table, mind you, of a like room of like 40, 50 people. And I just savagely take a handful right away. <laughs> and I just, I'm like, it's, it's chocolate cake, but with vanilla frosting. So I take a handful and I'm like this close to my mouth. I'm about six inches away. And just one of the guys standing next to me, his name is Pouye. He just has a stupid fucking look on his face. Or at least that's what my drunk self told me. And I just go, boom, and just smack him in the face with a handful of cake. And I just start laughing. And And before I know it, everyone's like, this is now socially acceptable. And all of a sudden a cake fight just breaks out and there's just cake, cake being fight? Oh my slung God. around the house. There's a, there's someone playing a trombone that they found. Like there's just cake going all over the place. It's total chaos. And just the next morning waking up and just seeing driven into the carpet, just dark cake yeah. driven in. So dude, a cake fight, the one and only massive cake fight we had, it was a sheet cake. Yeah, not like a small round cake. It was a sheet cake worth of cake. It just turned into a massive cake fight. Just cake on the ceilings, walls, embedded into the carpet. Phenomenal. But in this same house, oh we God. also we also in that same house had someone like lighting off bottle rockets from the kitchen table to scream into like the living room. Like, yeah, insane. I loved it. Dude, it's crazy how you live, you know? Yeah. that's. I mean, that is the morning afters, though, are just... Especially, uh, we had a perfect room in the same house I was talking about for beer pong. It was kind of like the foyer entrance, but there was multiple entrances. So just hardwood, but just like the sticky floor. It's such like a uh, a college to 20-somethings age experience and sticky smell. Floor. Just then you know it. Just the smell of the... Uh, and you don't do anything about it. You don't yeah, go like, oh, it's going to be a hard day of cleaning. You just go, I guess this is this now. Especially that's like college. I remember yeah, going to like frat houses that just just walk in, just the smell, just the same leather couch that's in every room or in every frat house. Yep. Really yeah. dent dented wow. in and stuff. Yeah, dented in. Just in a weird angle. Like most of the house is just dark with bed sheets that are curtains kind of thing. Yep. Oh my god. Wow. I don't miss that, I'll say. It was fun. It was like that's like one of the things that happened at the right time for you. But I'd be okay not experiencing that again, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I uh, although aren't I you agree. gonna have a? Uh, did you have the uh, Oswego meetup? Yeah, that happened last week. Uh, last week, yeah, 
go because uh, we came back on Father's Day. So, yeah, it was good. Um, I think a total of over the weekend, like 15 guys showed up. Um, a lot of people brought their wives or girlfriends. So that was fun. Um, but we went to a lot of old spots that we had hit up. But um, I was more entertained at the time that we were staying at like the Airbnb houses, hanging out with each mm-hmm. other. Because when we go to like the bars, I mean, granted, college isn't in, so it's certainly not crowded but majority of the age group is still at like that 21 22 and then the first night was odd because we're going to like a college bar but then the second night i met people out the second night i met people out and it was at like a dance club bar and i'm like man i don't belong here i'm like i didn't belong here when i was the right age of these people but i'm like this is so awkward It, it just i mean i was never the dance club guy anyway but this just was that much worse because you add 20 years onto the personality. Like, yeah. So I'm like, I don't need to be 40 in this club. What's your move? Do you just stand there with a beer in your hand? 100%. Head bop? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, if it was a, if it was, if it was like a wedding or like where people my age are dancing and stuff and I belong, then it's a very different story. This was more of the, they see right through me. They know I'm not them. So therefore I can't even start dancing, but I did entertain myself by watching a guy see like one of our brothers and his wife, they both look like they're 22. They could get away with 22 just because of how they, their age that they portray. So they were dancing and having a good time. And I was happy for that. But there was a guy who had to been 50 quite <laughs> like, I mean, he was so sweaty and stuff. And I'm like, dude, this guy, I'm like, he just keeps dancing up with people and there's like a tiny stage. The stage was really weird because it was just like a bunch of guys that looked like they were waiting for the girl to show up, but the girl doesn't show up. So like a bunch of guys like dancing and like, there's no girls on the stage, which I mean, you, yeah, it was just, it was, it was awkward. The whole, the whole experience was very awkward. I'm like, I can leave anytime now, but I wanted to see people before we left um, the next day. So you know, you make sacrifices, I guess, to to see some people. But yeah, overall, very fun time. First time I'd been to Oswego in a long time, but uh, probably the last time I need to go to Oswego for a long time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's roll. Okay. We'll go to the AI. Ooh, can you say like AI? Give me three words, like. Do we want to do that? Like Chet GPT yeah, or whatever that. it's called? Uh, Can you say like, give us, yeah, I mean, just suppose like, give us three random words for topics of discussion. That's right. I do have a login. All right. Am I sharing the screen, by the way? No, you're not. All right. If I'll you're wondering if you're doing it right now. <laughs> okay. All right. You were. So chat GBT, give me three random words. Serendipity. Wait, we already did this before with serendipity. Whoa, that's crazy. Look at the three words more. they give us. Quixotic. Mellifluous. <laughs> All right. Give me three random easy words. Easy <laughs> words. <laughs> You're ruining the podcast, AI. <laughs> oh my hard god, time? it won't even it won't even answer you. Time. Certainly happy dog and apple. <laughs> yeah, let's go. That's way easier. <laughs> you know what? AI is pretty genius. <laughs> Figured it out. <laughs> Happy dog oh. and apple. Oh, these oh these idiots need something a little bit easier. <laughs> From serendipity, quixotic, and mellifluous. That is fantastic. Happy dog and apple. Yes, that's so great. All right, perfect. Yeah. Happy dog out. and apple. We can work with that. Uh, oh. All right. Well, I hope you uh, recover. May I? May I recommend to you if you're still feeling yeah. a little ill? Um, maybe try the tuna salad, you know? Yeah, there you go. I had Pepto for the first time today. 
First time today I had Pepto-Bismol. No and, and I'll be honest with you. As a kid, all TV shows, because, I mean, what a talk, what a pop, pop culture icon, Pepto-Bismol. I mean, it was mentioned mm-hmm. all the time in TV's movie. Always portrayed as being gross. It's not gross. It's just it's a little chalky. It's a very it's specific just a, flavor. Yeah. It's a little chalky, but it's like a, I don't know, like a, like a dumbed down pink smarty. Like it's, it's not gross. Like there's way grosser medicines. Did you have the liquid? I did. So I have, I keep around the house. I'll, I'll have it once in a while. Like, you know, anything like if I have nausea or indigestion, something like that, upset stomach, upset stomach, diarrhea. Yeah. Anything like that. Heartburn. But I just keep the, uh, yeah. I keep the uh, the little tablets, the chewable, like the smarty versions. Of you know it. what? I'm going to leave us with this. Have you noticed the commercials for Pepto? It's almost like they're ashamed for the poopy part because it's like, if you have nausea, heartburn, up stomach. Or no, it's nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Like it yeah, gets like, like, uh, like yeah. it's almost because they're I'm like, ah, we don't want yeah. Yeah, to say it. We don't want to say it. It's so gross. They're like, yeah. It's kind of genius like, though, because now we all remember it. Oh, hundred percent, and it and, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, it's good. I'd 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 have it for a nice little, nice, you know, nice little meal replacement, some Pepto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sweet. Slug right. a bottle of Pepto. All right. Hey, keep it diarrheal. Cause my attention's-